dedicated to the BNT family. This podcast covers stories from BNT and Bevel High School. We are Bevel New Tech. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Hunter, and I'm here with Josh and a special guest, uh, Miss Thompson from the DDA. And we're here to talk about the kayak launch in downtown Belleville and, um, you know, how it's being harmed, but what it's, how it's supposed to bring our community together. Josh, would you like to start us off with a couple questions? Uh, sure, I would. So, Miss Thompson, um, what exactly is being harmed about the kayak launch? Well, the kayak launch is set up so that people of all abilities can have access to the water for paddling, for canoes and kayaks. Um, Part of what is needed for a person who has mobility issues, perhaps um, uses a wheelchair or uh, has leg braces or cane or something like that, is is a requirement that there's a bench that you slide out on in two parts. The bench is attached to of a ladder and on that ladder is a sign of how to use the kayak launch Um, and that ladder is what keeps disappearing into the lake last two years once each year has been pulled off so we think what's happening is that people are using the launch for something other than canoe kayaks and paddling perhaps maybe as a swim platform and so they use that ladder as a way to access the, the platform do you think that they could maybe also be like docking boats onto it I think that's a possibility. Um, we've had we added signs that said not to tie your boat up, but I think it is possible that if the other slips that are down there um, are being used, that someone could tie a boat up. You know, it's I'm sure, as you've seen when you're down there, yeah. um, there's a, a long expanse. Right, there's, and there's a, like other docking areas right. for boats. And there's a lot of use. On one side is a fishing pier, and the other side is a place for boats. It could be power boats or paddle boats. And then there's another little section farther down that's just for paddling. So it was set up that way to try and keep everybody a little bit safer. So paddlers aren't getting in the way of power boats. Power boats aren't running over paddle boats or paddlers. And the fish, the people who are fishing with, you know, fish hooks and things like that are at the far end and not near where people are boating. So right. Ideally everybody can enjoy the space right everybody kind of honors their own space so how many times has this been you know messed up or vandalized um it's been vandalized uh for the last two years um and it's been vandalized a couple times within the year once the ladder is gone it doesn't really function for people with uh, americans for disabilities act functioning but um even after the ladder is gone People will still use, there are rollers on the platform. You set your canoe, your kayak on the rollers, and then there are handrails, and you pull yourself on the handrail, sliding over the rollers on, into the water and out of the water. So rollers have been pulled off. The handrails have been damaged. So it's just, you know, they're all metal. That um, Because they're metal, they get taken down for the winter. They can't withstand the freeze-thaw of winter. Um, so we reinstall them usually late April, early May, and pull them back out again towards the end of September, early October. So it's sometime in that time frame, and usually um, late June to early July, p- pieces of the canoe kayak launch start to disappear. Okay. And we have found them at the bottom of the lake. Oh, yes? Yeah. Okay. 
So the people, like, they don't take the pieces with them, they just let them sink? No, yeah, I mean, I think it comes off that they're like, oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Turn around and run. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, the park is um, open from dusk till dawn, so after dark, it shouldn't be fooling around out there. But the other concern that we all have, with you, especially using that uh, canoe kayak or any of the docks as a swim platform, is it's not a great place to swim. It's not really safe. Right. Um, that whole bank is made with riprap. There's a lot of pieces, big piece of concrete and, you know, old um, refuse that's used to shore up that bank. Right. Was so, it, didn't there used to be, like, buildings down there in that area? There was a water tower a long water time tower. ago that was down there, right. Um, and there may have been some other, you know, even houses before it was a park. I'm not sure. Right. We'd have to go ask the historical museum about that. But, okay. Um, yeah, so it's if you dive in, especially after dark, and you know, you've seen it's, the water, it's not real clear, you can't right. see what's down there, you could hit your head and it would be almost impossible to find you until daylight again. Yeah. Yeah, it could be dangerous. So, I'm, I'm sorry, I have, right. I have some of my questions right now. That's great. So, with the launch, the objective was to try and make kayaking accessible to people of disabilities and make it easier for people, you know, of the ability to do it. Right. So the kayak launch concept, first came the idea of putting in day slips. You know, the DDA, Downtown Development Authority, is a, exists to promote economic development in downtown. So we want to encourage um, businesses to, to make their home here, and we want to encourage people, residents and visitors, to frequent those businesses. So we look out at the lake and there's all these boats, especially on the weekend, we're like, how can we get them to stop, come up and eat at a restaurant, get some supplies, right. and then go off and boat some more? So first we thought of the docks. Um, we got the, uh, uh, the agreement to do the project and funding for the project from the Michigan Natural Resources Trust Fund. Right. So the trust fund has a whole list of things that you can do in, in a park situation like this and for water improvements. And the grant making is based on points. So by adding paddling, we got extra points. By making it all ADA accessible, we got extra points. The um, fish pier had been installed earlier. That was already ADA accessible. So it just made sense to try and tie the whole thing together. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think what might be able to help to bring people up into the restaurants and stuff is what if we put like signs or made it a little more vibrant down there because the buildings all on Main Street are all like a tan sort of color. So what do you think if we would have were to make them like different colors or to make like some art or posters to just make it pop a little bit? I think that would be a great idea. Um, Getting business owners to invest in their building um, is always a discussion. The DDA does have a facade improvement grant program, so a business that wants to redo the front of their building. It would have to be more than just paint, though. They would have to redo right. the design. Um, we have a grant and a matching zero interest loan for up to $10,000 for businesses to do that. So there's support available to them. Um, I think one of the struggles that some of the business owners have, and um, you may remember when we've talked about the businesses um, in some of the other new tech classes, 
A lot of them are mom and pop and are family-owned businesses. So they come in early in the morning, they do their inventory and their billing, they're open hours all day long, and by the time nighttime comes, they're ready to go home and rest right. and start the next day. So there isn't a lot of extra time and energy to spend on things like designing a new facade. So I think one of the hurdles for the business owners to change their facade and look at their building is coming up with good design ideas. Right. And then I don't mean to flip the topics, but it's okay. if well, it's it's kind of on the same. So what if we had like vibrant posters or media down by the dock to help improve like the um the uh what's the word for it to help help people understand what the kayak launch and the dock is supposed to be used for? Do you think that maybe colors would help people? You know. I think it's going to be a lot about images that attract their attention. Right. The signs that we've had up there, and they're big, you've seen them, I mean they're yes. as long as this table or longer, um, I think they're just part of the landscape now. I think people don't take the time to read them. Right. So something that will attract attention, people go, oh what is this, and then maybe read part of it even, yeah. if not the whole yeah. thing. But if there are images that you can use, you know, like, I don't know, maybe there's a diving board and a big X through it. It's like, don't dive off of here, right. danger, you know, things like that. Um, so when we've talked about it at DDA meetings, when the board has talked about it, um, they didn't have a clear idea of what direction to go, but they understand that the printed signs that we have are not doing the job. So there has to be another way to impart information to people. Um, when they're there and, and below, and also we have that kiosk up at the top. So people who are yeah. at the just at the park and thinking about using the waterfront area, we can change the signage in that kiosk as well. Okay. Okay. Now, does the DDA have any sort of social media that they could spread the word about the kayak launch and how to use it correctly? We do have um, a Facebook page, a Downtown Development Authority Facebook page, and we have a couple pages behind that one for Booville and another one for Jingle Belleville. Those are event time, time set. Right. So, um, and we send people back and forth between all of them. We could add a page on our Facebook page that's just for the waterfront. Um, I think I'd like to have a better name than Horizon Park Waterfront, which is fine. Yeah. It describes what it is, but it isn't very inviting or enticing. Right. So maybe if you think about that too. Um, we are not using other social media right now, but if you all had a recommendation, I think the board would consider it. I, I think I'd recommend um, maybe an Instagram because uh, I see a lot of people using that. So yeah. popular. Yeah. yeah. And people would be able to post pictures of them using right. the waterfront, the launch. Great. That would be great. That's yeah. a good idea. Thank you. Um, well, I think that I think that's all we needed. Okay. Thank you. Thank Super. you. Those were very good Thank questions. Very thoughtful. Nice to meet you both. It was nice to meet you too. Thanks for your help. Okay. Thank you for coming to meet us, Ms. Thompson. No problem. Anytime. You guys can email me, phone. I'm happy to come over. Thank you. Anything you get out of the office, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Thank you. This look is one forward to seeing what you guys come up with. Thank you. And you know, it could be a two-parter too. I mean. Thank you for listening to the We Are Belleville New Tech Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by members of the BNT Media and Leadership Class. Those students include Dylan Akron, Nate Campbell, Joshua Richardson, Colin Bishop, Mohammed Ibrahim, Richard Frederick, Robert Sloan, Gabrielle Brown. Aaron Goff. Marky Johnson. Avery Henningberg. Caitlin Brooks. Kayla Ward. Tyler Bell. Frankie Kramer. Kelly Gladstone. Kyla Gray. 
Samaya Lewis. TJ Later. Hunter Little. Amara Wafer. Cheyenne Smith. Tanaya Jenkins. Jeffrey Seaton. Go, Kippen. Alice Miller. Kenneth Frank. And Kirsten Mullen.